Welcome to the Seek Wilderness Podcast, a platform for outdoor adventures of storytelling, for gaining basic knowledge of hunting, fishing, and woodsmanship. A place to find inspiration to go do epic stuff this week. Seek Wilderness. Boom, and we are live, John. We're Dude, live. This is amazing. It's four months? <laughs> is that what it's been? Almost to the date. Four okay. months to the date since our last last uh, podcast with Tim, Tim Neville. Yep. And man, I tell you what, I think uh, you were telling me earlier that that uh, that was probably some of our best numbers, too. And we were getting consistent and we were talking about being consistent and, and all that kind yeah. of stuff. And we were starting to get consistent there. Yeah. And dude, life kind of hit us, right? life life did hit um mm-hmm. i mean in a in a good way but but i i can say this though like it's um we it, it was assuring because people reached out i mean i know people reach out to you people re- reach out to me and say hey you guys still doing doing it or you, yeah I got even with, last night yeah yeah even, even with the videos and stuff like that it's, it's like yeah man just Th- things are crazy we're trying to figure out we're revamping some some, some stuff and mm-hmm. but uh you know it, it there are people listening and that and that's good but you're right we were gaining some momentum life things happen and uh but we're back we're back well hey you made a guest appearance someplace during our little break so you had some time in your life so tell me t- tell me a little <laughs> bit about that I had I no you, idea. I know you just... kind of shit on me a little bit, and you know about how old I am and all that kind of crap. So let, let let's hear about that. Maybe people yeah. go there and listen to that podcast too. Just, yeah, just one outdoors. Uh, reached out to reached out to me, and I'm like, <laughs> first of all, I was like, you sure you got the right guy? And uh, and uh, but it was good. And and the reason why they wanted me on there is just because of of the transparency and authenticity that that I you know that I've done through the hunting challenge and those videos mm-hmm. and. Um, not really, you know, caring too much about what people think of, of, of it, but trying to get a real feel because that's a picture that needs to be painted to the people that are, that we hope to attract into the industry in I my agree, opinion, as I new agree. hunters, you, you know, but yeah, yeah I mean, it was, it was, I listen to it. I consume that. I don't consume a lot right now. I haven't been consuming a whole lot of, of, uh, uh, YouTube, I consume quite a bit of, I gotta admit, that's my, my coffee break in the morning. That's my coffee before I go yeah. to work in the morning. And that's my evening, you know, yeah. stuff is YouTube, but, um, I really podcast. I really haven't been doing a, a whole heck of a lot of listening to. If I do do something that if tickles my fancy, I share it on Instagram and stuff like that, because it was yeah. something that really grabbed me. You know what I mean? So, and there, yeah. there's not a lot of stuff that's grabbing me right now. I don't know if you yeah. get the same feel or not, but. Yeah, I mean, I, I've I've really narrowed down um, the podcast that I listen to, and I mean, and it's nothing. Uh, I think it's just kind of like this monster that's just almost regurgitating the same stuff over and over again. It's kind of where it's been where going I've gotten on for a to. while. It's been going on for a while. It has. Yeah, and, and I've and I've talked to some some guys like in the industry in the podcast industry. Yeah. And, you know, they're, they're constantly brainstorming ideas because of that. Like how, 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 how can I shift this thing into a different direction uh, yeah. without it and still keep people's interests and stuff like that and still keep the audience, yeah. you know, quote unquote satisfied. And it's, yeah. uh, I mean, it's a good problem to have, but 
And it's almost, honestly, it's almost like, um, you know, YouTube hunting channels. I, I'm asking my daughter, I'm asking my wife, like, what could I do differently? Mm-hmm. What what can be done differently as far as, you know, the hunting shows that we see every single day we're watching, we're watching YouTube. Yeah. Uh, what I will say though, what I will say is that I've been really impressed with how Latitude has done theirs. Um, they're doing, they're, they're doing they're good. Great, uh, Jake, great series. Jake Bush, Jake Bush on their, their podcast aspect. Jake Bush is holy cow. Jake Bush is a detailed guy. He's a very detailed guy. I think most of us have seen that over the last couple of years anyway with Jake. But uh, some yeah. of the 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 questions that he's asking are awesome. Yeah. Uh, he yep. knows how to pull the details out of people. He is truly, um, how do I want to say it? He's truly intrigued by the people that he has on. So right now he's got a good lineup of guests that he, he's bringing in. And he's bringing in some fresh some fresh people. Not all of them are fresh. Some of them are fresh. A lot of them are fresh. And some of them are bringing some fresh stuff in into the podcasting realm. And, and Jake does a really, really good job of staying with it, pulling it out of them, getting them to answer the questions in a good, detailed way that yeah. makes sense. And he is like, Jake is making it very apparent that he's trying to learn off these people. He's trying to learn uh, different, I was just different say scenarios that, yep. that he's, he's, he's a, he's a hill guy. You know what I mean? He's a hill guy yep. and he's been very successful in that, but he's not a swamp guy. He's not this, or he's not that. And boy, he's really getting the right people on to, to yeah. teach himself and his listeners, you know, uh, yeah some some different angles on things and and it's yeah. really interesting i'll tell you another person and he's also part of the latitude family is uh uh riley you know he, he he's doing a really good job over there with the fall podcast um yeah yep, yep. he he david he's doing a really really good job um as well and i i reach out to him a lot and tell him dude i'm very happy and very proud of what you're doing and um i gotta be honest with you you know i'm i'm a fall podcast kind of guy i love love those guys but he is giving that whole podcast a shot in the arm he really is and, yeah. and um there's other podcasts that are pulling him in to get some of the information he's got he's a scrape guy you know what i mean he's he's okay. he's a troy pottinger uh student you know okay. he's a Yep. So he's pulling a lot of the scrape stuff out. Um, there's a lot of information there that is some of it. He, he, and the thing about him is he's not he's not regurgitating stuff. He he'll just tell you like this is what I learned off of, of off of other people and this and that. But this is what I've seen. He he is a true authentic. He's not. Um, He's not regurgitating things um, yeah. at all. He's telling you what he sees, and he yeah. has a very good, you know, way of explaining that this is what I've seen in the past. And he's got a lot of good experience, man. He's a really, really good Michigan hunter. And I told him last week, I was like, dude, when you get past, nobody wants to get past the family thing of raising your kids because but right (laughs) his children are starting to get a little bit older and he's gonna be that dude is gonna be able to split off real soon yeah from from mama and the family and be able to get to you know other states and dude he is gonna explode you think Andy may is a good hunter 
when when he hits when he hits some of these other states and he's able to get out there, he's going to explode. He's going to yeah. explode. And he's going to fill his walls. I, I, you can you can truly see that he's a detail oriented. He's almost like a, I think he might be an engineer, but he's he's a an engineering. He's got an engineering mind. Let's put it that way. Yeah, well, it's funny. I mean, so so I can't remember the guy's name. Um, not, I mean, he's a young dude. I think he's in college still. Mm-hmm. That that uh, was on the Latitude um, with Jake, mm-hmm. who is also who is also part of the Hunting Beast. And that that dude got details, man. He's right. I mean, he's an engineer, and he, so he breaks down the amount of data that he has. It's just like, whoa. I mean, it yeah. was, it was crazy. So, so those are two, <clears throat> two different, um, a couple of things that's to pull, pull away from there. One, they're not regurgitating. Mm-hmm. The, the, the other one is, is that it's bringing a whole new level, um, to what it takes to be successful year in and year out yeah. to, to, to kill. Right. Yeah. But the, the part that I've been like going back to YouTube, um, how how Alex, you know, in Latitude, they they've they have their series, the Grit, starting that has started. I don't, I can't remember what what volume or episode they're on. They're on episode four. They did tonight. Four. They just did. Yeah, I was watching that. They came up here to record with you. All right, so I'll be watching uh, yeah, that. Yeah, they were on doing a review, like like a, the hunt breakdown. They, the hunt breakdown, yeah. That and that's what I like. So they show mm-hmm. the hunt, and then they'll have they'll have a detailed hunt breakdown mm-hmm. that shows the visuals and everything, not just somebody like talking about. Well, this is this is what was going down, but yep. they're actually showing. And, and for me, like I love being able to see that. I can mm-hmm. really put it together that way. Which, yeah. So if you if you look at like some of the old Dan stuff, the old Dan. uh in fault stuff. Yeah, he does that. He used to, like, he used it, to do a lot of the same stuff, but yep. a lot of his stuff was like drawings, like freaking uh, drawings and, and and everything else. Mark, you know, marker. What I mean? very yeah. yeah, very <laughs> very basic uh, but, stuff. Which the information's right, but effective. That yes, yeah. no, yep. no. Alex over even last year before they got like a little more fancy with it and stuff like that. They, they were doing that stuff with latitude too, but they are now they got some a little better digitally uh, yeah enhanced yeah, yeah, uh, yeah stuff and they're able to show it. But yeah, they got a good team going there for sure. They got a really really good team going there. But so and, yeah yeah no go ahead yeah no, I, 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 there's some good awesome stuff going on in the industry yeah. and there's some good people some fresh stuff that's going on in the industry right now that is is bringing people in and they're they're attracting people that are not regurgitating things and there are people that are have taken like the basics of like the dan in fall and and all these guys and they're taking that stuff in and they give credit where credit is due yeah but they also are are taking it and putting their own twists on it and it's really great you know what i mean like yeah, it really is great to watch, but there's very limited amounts of it going on in the industry right now. There really is. Yeah. You know what I mean? And man, if you're trying to break into this podcasting stuff and you're you're trying to do the tactics and stuff like that, if you're not bringing fresh people in, uh, you, you know what I mean? Like you're just regurgitating stuff, and it's, it's really hard to get people to sit there and listen to a 45 minute conversation right now, in my opinion, 
You know what yeah. I mean? No, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I do know what you mean. I mean, the other, the other side of it, though, too, is like because of your, your change in jobs, you're, you're not – you don't have as much windshield time. So you're not listening. No, no, no. Yeah. So you're, you're, so when you have time to listen, you're narrowing mm-hmm. it down to what, what has your interest. Um, yeah. However, I'm, though, dude, that, I'm scanning through, I am actually listening to like yeah. three minutes of things and saying, okay, I'm not going to learn none from this. Not, you know, nothing here is really, you know what it. I mean? Yeah. And some of the people that I've really, some of the podcasts that I've had a lot of, um, respect for in the past, I just, I, you know, a lot of their podcasts, I'm just going through in a couple of minutes and like, okay, scan on to the next one. Cause I don't have the time to yeah. listen to the whole podcast, you know, while I'm in my car. I'd be curious and, and I'll just throw it out. I mean, you know, um, I, I would love to, whoever listens here. We, I feel like we're starting over day one. If we yeah. have a listener out there, <laughs> if we have, like, if we did, have I, I'd be curious, like what, what would you, what intrigues you the most? Like what grabs your attention the most when listening to a podcast? Um, and that, that brings me back to, uh, you know, doing, doing when I was the guest on a podcast, just being transparent and authentic is the foundation of, I think what we, what we want to do just, you know, Mm -hmm. we're, we're, we're doing this because we want to leave a legacy, uh, you know, for, for others to kind of tap into and, and, and really shed light. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying like when you look at hunting videos that it's not authentic or true from other people, but a lot of these, uh, more successful channels have a team, if not an organization behind them, this organization is really me and Todd. <laughs> so it's like, That's you it. can't get more raw, raw and authentic as that. You know well, what I mean? It's, it's, it's us, but dude, we have some guests that some of them that have been on once or twice that are people we draw yeah. from. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. We draw, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. 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 You know, yeah. We have a yep. better team than what you think, but you know what I mean? Like, but yes, I agree. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm saying like the doing right. I, I wasn't taking anything away from, away from the guests. Cause that's cer- mm-hmm. certainly important. Um, mm-hmm. but the, the day to day stuff, because we have, uh, you know, jobs. Yeah. Matter of fact, matter of fact, I I think I've I told you we started we had the RV and we started renting the RV and mm-hmm. that became like a part time job and then I'm still I have my full time job and then also the worship leading job, mm-hmm. um, which is like full time and it's like and then kids. Yep. And I think <laughs> what you what, you know you and I went up to Etar a couple weeks back and. Shot Which the, was a great time. Yeah, that dude, was, that was a yeah. fun time. And we, you and I got a little bit of time to spend together, more than we probably ever really have in the past, to be honest. We had four and a half hours up there and four and a half hours back, and we got to talk about the industry and the things, yeah. like some visionary things about our what, what, what we do and the way we hunt and, and those kind of things. We got to talk a little bit more than what, you know, to be completely honest with everybody, it's not like – John and I are best friends that drink beers together every weekend or anything like that. We're, we don't really right. necessarily have that kind of friendship. Can we say that? Right. You know what I mean? Like this, yeah, you know, yeah. we're friends. We keep in touch with each other and all that kind of stuff. But what we do here is this is our conversations that we have yep. right here. You know what I mean? Like when we, especially when we just do just me and you, you, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, so we're, yeah. we're learning about each other you know, with that, and then we've spent some time in the woods together here and there too. You know what I mean? Don't, I don't yeah. want to 
it's not like yeah you looking know, for my not deer. To downplay yeah yeah exactly <laughs> those those kind of things and man hopefully uh the michigan trip is a time where we do we're gonna have 16 hours each way yeah. to get to the up yeah. together i'm gonna probably be pretty sick yeah. you're probably gonna be very sick of me probably by, by well, the time we get detroit you know what i mean but well i'll tell you what <laughs> I, I, I will say this like there's there's no question like if if, if you were my neighbor I would I would have beer with you beers with you on every Friday night if we were able to, dude. Yeah, well, you'd have to be back like, in my. Just I'm not firing like, the, Just a Go ahead. <laughs> just the go conversations ahead. that 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 we have, like we we mm-hmm. just we you know we just vibe on, on on you know with with the same stuff and that time. Yeah. That time. So as you know, that was the first time, other than like as a ten year old pulling back a. Um, traditional bow, right? A, yeah. a, a kid bow. That was the first time that I legitimately had. And I recorded a, the, your very first yeah. shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You did. and it was a yeah. it was a freaking hard shot, bro. I love that. <laughs> I love that. That was awesome. I thought I might might have had uh, a struggle on my hands shooting with you. And actually, dude, by the time we got down on the bottom of the hill, you were up and back and down the hill. You were shooting really, really, really good. We were we were putting shots in, right in there close together you know what i mean it was great yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was that was a good time and it that's was. that i will say like i'm not i'm not going i'm not i'm not making the switch this year but i could see me definitely doing that in the future like yeah. hunting and, and what, about, what about the people of etar what about the traditional yeah the, the traditional the, uh culture that, that the culture that, that yeah. brings out in the people in that culture dude I was, I was impressed like our, our original plan for those listen our original plan was to try to get up there friday and enjoy mm-hmm. some of some of the camp life have some beers talk with some people and stuff like that but just because again life uh we ended up leaving at like four in the morning and getting up there around eight and uh but the 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 people there's it, it's very it's a very tight-knit community it is um, which is really cool. And, you know, it, I guarantee it, it, if we could, we could have went up there Thursday night and set up a tent and spent the day Thursday and Friday, you know, Thursday evening and Friday and, and, uh, Saturday, like we, we got up there Saturday morning. You would have the people like you walk by and just say hi to somebody and they're yeah. at their campsite yeah. or whatever, when you're walking up there and, and, and stuff like that, the people are just awesome people. And when you start looking at some of the other ETAR videos that, that get posted every year, you know, by the same, eh, probably 10 people maybe, or something like that, that post a video every year. And dude, yeah. it's basically like, you look at some of the people that have been going up there for 30 years, you know, even when it was at Den Hill and all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. they pretty much the campgrounds and the campsites and all that kind of stuff. They've been parked next to the same people and camping to the same people and watch their kids grow and watch their kids oh, go yeah. off to college and stuff yeah. like that. You know what I mean? And, and you see the vibe when you, when you uh, watch yeah, some of these other people's There's videos, definitely people. a lot of tradition. Mm-hmm. And, and mm-hmm. for those that don't know, this is, it's the uh, ETAR is the East, Eastern, Eastern traditional, traditional archery rendezvous. Uh, archery yeah. rendezvous. It's so, yeah, so old. Rendezvous call, goes back. Call rendezvous, rendezvous. Yeah. Rendezvous goes back to trapping rendezvous. I, I would assume that's where that came from because back okay. in the 1800s, although, you know, all that stuff, trappers would get together 
and have rendezvous. That's where they sold their pelts to somebody. There'd be a buyer okay. there that would sell their, you know what I mean? And they, they would, they would camp out in a valley or something like that for a week yeah. and sell their thing. And then that's when they got their money and everything else. So there was probably like, there's <laughs> probably a lot of like Sturges or something like that. You know what I mean? Where it was like, yeah. Yeah. Everybody got together and then all of a sudden they sold all their stuff and there's a just a shit ton of money floating around and there was probably all the right. good things and the bad things that go along with that. You know right. what I mean? In, yeah, in, yeah. In, a, in a valley for the whole week. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there was probably a lot of like Sturges back in those days for trappers. You know what I mean? And, and I think the name Rendezvous just kind of is a traditional name for just people well, yeah. of a feather that get together. You know what I mean? And yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'll tell you, I, I really enjoyed it. And I think what um, what was what's so cool for me is, is, you know, shooting a tra- with with shooting a traditional bow is there's no pin, no nothing. It's it's just shooting by by eyesight, basically all, yeah. all natural. Right. And, and it's yeah, uh, it, I don't know. It, it's uh. It is. I keep pure. saying authentic, but it, yeah, pure. pure is a great word. It's yeah. as pure as it can get, mm-hmm. and and I tell you whether that target that I was hitting was fifteen yards away, and I was good getting a good shot on it was more rewarding to me than the forty or fifty yard you know shot that I'm taking with my compound. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? Just because yeah, because like the 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 brain told my body what it had to do. Mm-hmm. Just like you know, look look to where you want to hit, and, and your just brain think will how much better John you would get if you shot it all the time, because oh yeah, your yeah. your brain didn't really have anything to go to as a new shooter. It didn't have, you know what I mean. It, you were basically like a a first grader that somebody put a baseball glove in your hand and told you to throw a ball to that guy and hit him in the numbers or hit him right in the chest. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah, You you know what I mean? Like your, your brain didn't have a whole lot. So you, you know what I mean? You're going to throw some in the dirt because you don't know exactly what you, what you got to throw under that ball to get it there. You know what I mean? Like, so yeah, I mean, I don't have any excuses for why I was hitting the dirt (laughs) (laughs) because I've been doing it for a few years now. But, um, you know, speaking about the, just to get off, off that a little bit but to talk about like an instinctive shooter compared to like a a guy that uses his point this point on and yeah. uh, you know gap shooting and all the other stuff so yep. one of the reasons why instinctive is cool to me is first of all i don't really care about shooting farther than 20 yards i really don't right like if there's a deer right. at 22 yards mm, if the shot is perfect and the deer is in the right condition you know what i mean i know what two yeah. yards can do to my to my groups right. i really do uh, i might take a 22 yard shot 23 yard right. shot if the conditions were perfect you know what i mean the deer is nibbling on something or something like that Calm, but yeah yep. but i'm 20 yards and in so it doesn't really matter to me but one of the things that i noticed and i was watching a lot of shooters um and there were some really good shooters the best shooter in the world was up there um yeah um but one of the things I've seen a lot of people doing, and this is what I, why I don't want to go to a shooting system more than instinctive with a traditional bow. So I was explaining this to Greg and, and Tony um, last weekend shooting at uh, down in Alloway. And yeah. what I see out of those guys that try to aim 
to sit there and actually aim and put their point on something, they're getting right back into target panic, just like a compound bow shooter does. So yeah. what I see, those guys will draw back, and you can sit there and watch them. They draw back, and they're sitting there at their anchor point, and they're trying to get the pin lined up or the, the tip of their their arrow lined up with what they're aiming at. And they're maybe they're trying to gap shoot. So now they got to come down six inches when they're doing that. They're at a static draw. So yeah. they come back and they hit their anchor and they're actually kind of, while they're doing all that stuff, they're kind of creeping mm-hmm. a quarter of an inch in or a half an inch in. And then they let go. Mm-hmm. You can watch their arrow, the length of the arrow sticking out of the, the front of their, their bow. It, short, it lengthens and shortens as they're sitting yeah, there doing that. Yeah, 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 and yeah. one of the things that you know is, and I, I put up a bunch of stuff about building arrows this, mm-hmm. you know, last week. And because uh, I was getting a lot of people asking me about how to tune an arrow and how to build an arrow and all that kind of stuff. And dude, I'm not an expert, but I, I, I can't sit there at work and text people for, for an hour about how, to right. build an arrow and what you should be doing and all that. So I said, I, I told one of my friends that was asking me a lot of questions, like, dude, I'm, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to put a bunch of videos out this weekend yep. and I'm going to tell you how my process is and why, how I do it. And when you talk about the quarter inch shortening your arrow, a quarter of an inch in, in, in your, your, you, first of all, you got to start with a con- consistent draw. Right. Right. Like Anchor I told point, you, just be dynamic yeah. about it. So your your release should be a dynamic release. Like you should be moving yep. back as you release. Like there's a certain point that breaks, you know? Yep. When you yep. become static, you stay there and then things get to creep in. Like your arm comes in, your head comes in, all that kind of stuff while you're trying to get your, your thing. In my opinion, for what I see, um, for me, mm-hmm. when you shorten that quarter of an inch or a half an inch, you make your arrow stiffer. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And the sh- thing sh- shoots off left. Like yeah. you have to be consistent. So for me, the instinctive thing of just pulling back, getting the clicker, the clicker's not necessarily a a mind click that okay, I have to have that click to shoot because you know I had a hard time getting to my clicker sometimes. Yeah. Especially on yep. different inclines and declines and all that kind of stuff. But I also but, but once you did get into it, mm-hmm. there was more consistency. There was, there was, and Greg Not- and and Tony were telling me the same thing. Like Greg would, yeah. Greg would last weekend. Greg was was critiquing me. You know, what I mean, he was like, "You didn't get your clicker, did you?" And my arrow would be, it would be uh, stiff off to the left. And yeah, when okay. I got to my clicker, it would hit exactly where I was aiming. You know what I mean? Like yeah. yep. th- that because I have my arrows built to that that click. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. So that's my draw length. <clears throat> So when yeah. I see a guy that's sitting there and they're struggling and they're, and they're grabbing a compound or they're grabbing a, a traditional bow to probably get away from target panic for, from looking through a peep site and looking for a pin and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff, they are kind of inducing the same thing if they're trying to go to a site system. Yeah. In my opinion, for me, you know what I mean? I'm not saying everybody because there's some really good shooters that do it that way. But well, I, I would. I want I a saying, dynamic like, release. I want a, you know what I mean. If, yeah. Even if that means it looks like I'm going fast, <laughs> I've aligned everything all the way back. I got my click. I'm there. Yep. Why not? You know what I mean. Like, let's let her go. She's right where it needs to be. And, you know what? What was the what was the weight of that bow that you set up for me? Forty two. 
That's about a 45 pound bow. At, <laughs> it's a 45 pound bow at 28 inches of draw. 20, 20, so I don't that's know exactly draw. what you so, were at, but I would assume you're probably in the 27 inch draw length area. So you're probably about 42, <clears throat> 42 on that bow. So, so the what what I know is like that bow is something I don't want to have full draw for any length of time. No. Do you, you know? Yeah. I, there's no mm -hmm. way. Like. Holding that back, and if you're, and I'm just thinking as you were talking, like if you're a gap shooter, or try, gap shooting is is using um, the point. You're still using a point, but what you're doing with the point, you're saying at 20 yards, if I is my point on, let's just say that's your point on. You're, yeah, you know, yep. if your your point on at 20 yards is right on the heart, okay, boom, you can just put your point on and let yep. it go. Yeah, yeah. You're at 20. If you're at 18 yards, you should probably put it you know, at the yep. base of its chest or some, some, whatever your bow and your arrow tune is telling you what you can do. I mean, there's a scientific reason to it, but I think yeah. if you're shooting 50 arrows a day on a target, uh, and, hold, and holding 45 mm -hmm. pounds, mm -hmm. trying to align that, like that's, yes, it, it was, it, it was more, I mean, we shot a lot that day. Mm -hmm. Um, I can't, I don't know how many targets were on the course that we did. And then I shot some more, but that was, it was a lot more effort, certainly, than than a compound than shooting the compound. Yeah. But the compounds are designed to be able to hold aim, you know. Yeah, you're, get, you're pulling get, your seventy pounds back, and you're only holding eleven. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So that yeah, it, it was it was a very very good experience. And what it, it's interesting, you said like your your brain, how my brain wasn't used to it, but but when I because when I I told you when I first started, oh my son's coming in, but uh, yeah. So what? So what I was saying was that um, you were mentioning like how the brain works and all, and all that stuff, and you you gave me tabs to shoot from at first, mm -hmm. um, which was three fingers underneath the knock the knock point, and and I was like, you know, Todd, when I this is i don't know 20 something targets in, into it i said you know when i first got a compound bow um i was shooting with a three finger glove and i'd have mm -hmm. put that index finger right in the corner of my mouth and i said uh l let me try that and that felt i was getting more consistent getting to my anchor point and i felt like that's when i started the game kind of picked up a little bit you know i started getting a little bit yeah more consistent. i agree not, i agree not, you you totally picked it up yeah, so it's like going back to where you said. So, for, and that was well, when I was fourteen years old. So yeah, I should have brought one of these, which is split finger tab. Split finger. Okay, so it's the same. Or you could have brought a, a three finger glove like what you had. Is well, what you I, didn't I, I mean, you did yeah. a lot. Yeah, you, so, you, you did. You did a lot just to set it up. But mm -hmm. it's so. I'm definitely a three finger, but the brain remembered from 35 years yeah. before. Oh, this this makes sense. Yes, it did. Right? And guess what? And guess what? So, if you really think about it, you were shooting three under, mm -hmm. right? At the beginning, you're shooting yeah. three under, and you were shooting high a lot. Yeah, yeah. You were shooting oh, yeah. high. Do you remember that? You were shooting high. You were. Yep. You know you're what right. I mean. For the most part, you're shooting very high, and um, yep. when you went to split finger. Your arrows started coming in the in the center more than than high. So what that's that's telling you is you got to remember I set my bows up about three quarter inch knock high, mm -hmm. and it's yeah, basically yeah. to compensate for 
me being three under and shelf clearance and all the other other yeah. things. Five yeah. eighths is, is basically very standard for 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 uh, traditional to be high. Yeah, but even the, I mean, even even the flight of the arrow because you you but remember you you were still trying to use your index finger in the corner of your mouth, one either under or above yeah, or split, yeah. right? Yeah. Even with a split, so that's changing the point. Yeah, one yeah. finger or a half an inch of where yep. your arrow was coming out of your bow. Yep. So that's why you pulled right back into the middle. So for you, yeah. your mind was telling you, I need to be a split finger shooter. You, you know what I mean? Or I got to retrain yeah. myself all the way through. You, you, yeah, you know what right, I mean? Right. So it was more, it was more natural for me in that mm -hmm. moment to be mm -hmm. a split finger shooter. And the flight of the arrow was a lot more, whether I was hitting like where I thought I was going to hit or not, it was a straight bullet versus with with the tab. I felt like I had a more more you know wide yeah. left or whatever. Makes but sense. Good, a good experience nonetheless. And, yeah. and uh, maybe maybe we can set up to to get up there next year with like earlier or something. I I don't know yeah. just to get get more well, it was of the good too. Um, like we we I got to meet I got to meet up with some people that I've met up with, you know, in the last couple of years and this and that. And we met up with Timmy for a couple, couple, couple mm -hmm. minutes there too. And we were supposed to meet up with Mike and we seen him going by on the truck and we were texting back and forth, but it was very spotty up there. And by the time we came down the bottom of the hill, that knee that I had problems with was doing oh, yeah. it. It was beat. Well, Mike, Mike, did, Mike did a good video. Um, he did. I know. East, it's East coast stick bow, right? That's his yep. YouTube mm -hmm. channel. Yep. Yeah, he did, he did a good video covering Etar. So if if any of you guys want to see what that's all about, like definitely go go check that out. But uh, yeah, dude, let, let's shift gears, man. I want I want to ask yeah. you one thing, and we've been on uh, half hour or so, but I wanted to ask you a two part question. What was your okay. most memorable memorable moment from 2022, mm -hmm. and then what are you looking forward to most in 2023? My most memorable, so last year was a very vague year. It was very vague. I didn't, to be completely honest, I didn't get in front of many deer. Delaware, the first week down there with Greg, I was in the mo probably the most deer that I was into the whole year, the first okay. week down there. Um, the pressure of the people just mounted a hundred times more than what it's ever been down there. We've never ran into okay. people. For years, yeah. I've never, for seven years, I've never ran into people. And we ran into a lot of people. And they okay. were all in the spots that were my spots. You yeah. know? And so yeah. it, there was new things that had to be learned. Got in front of a lot of deer. Came home. Started hunting Jersey. And it was a, it was just, uh, locally, it was a drag. It was a drag. I dinged up a couple of does didn't find them it was and i was hunting the way i wanted to hunt it just things weren't happening for me and then started to kind of connect with some other people who were hunting some of the same properties as me and i'm starting to realize that people are going into the places that i'm hunting that had never yeah, really yeah. went in there before and they're pushing and pressuring people they're running trail cameras and <clears throat> some of the places that i always have been able to paddle away from people 
people they were paddling. People coming in. They were coming in illegally from other places on four wheelers, walking uh, in with the wind uh, blowing across everything, and it was it, it was hectic. But I went through November. I was beat up. I felt bad about yeah. the year. It was a bad year. Yeah. Um, I went through November. Normally with me, I take once the rut's over, once Thanksgiving's over, I get through that that part of it. I usually take a break through most of December, mm-hmm. and then I get get back into it in December, in January for the winter ball. Mm-hmm. Last year, I went over the Pine Barrens in Jersey. And dude, I didn't get in. I I had a bunch of does that I was around, but the the seclusion of getting away from people finally, and finding my own spots, and and getting into places and being real close to killing deer in the pine barrens with no bait, no you know, just going there and reading yeah. sign, yeah, and yeah. getting on deer and being very consistent with the deer. And getting away from people for a little while until the afternoon came and the Pine Barrens get loaded with people in the wintertime. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. As, the, as the morning goes on and then, then you start getting the pressure of people. But mm-hmm. the Pine Barrens and then after that, I wanted to learn more about the Pine Barrens. And me and the dog, me and Archie went and scouted a lot in the Pine Barrens. And I feel like I got some places tweaked in the Pine Barrens. I think the Pine Barrens are going to be a good winter bow place for me again i'm not necessarily sure that i'm gonna you know buy a permit and hunt the rut there it all depends on the pressure that i run into in my normal spots you know what i mean but um i think the pine barrens were probably the most positive thing besides the delaware trip with with greg so so you so you would say then the most memorable or the best takeaway from 2022 was the discovery of, of the Pine Barrens. And w- yep. and what and the discovery of being able to spend some time in there and read sign. And just, just I was able to get on deer and then it just be able to start putting the pieces together there. I think, I think that, and then with some, a lot of winter scouting this year, I think the Pine Barrens are going to be a, they're going to so, be a, a fun <clears throat> spot for me this year. So that's pretty interesting. I mean, challenging year 2022 mm-hmm. you you basically said i'm starting from scratch let me go find some fresh fresh properties yeah. yep and and uh dude that's that that takes that takes a lot to do it but mm-hmm. um probably a very good move on your part i would think well, you know it, what i mean in all, all actuality to be honest with you like that is where I've always basically found my success is when I go and find something new. Exploring so something new. To be completely Seek wilderness, honest, baby. I'll be, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I'm always trying to look at what's on the other side, the next ridge. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. that's the mm-hmm. way I feel like what my heart wants to do. You know what I mean? I love yeah. the first <laughs> sit in a first brand new fresh place I'd never been, never scouted, never been, nothing, yeah. and just going in there and doing it. And dude, I've had a lot of success with just going in with a flashlight in a new place with a yeah. headlamp and, and getting on deer and shooting a buck at nine o'clock in the morning. You know what I mean? This yeah. happened to me yeah. a lot. A lot of these yeah. bucks that are in my house are bucks that that's the way it went. I'm a morning hunter. Yeah, um, yeah, I am not going to be a morning hunter this year. I can tell you that right now. My my work is going to have my the Sunday mornings are going to be my my morning hunts. They're not yeah. going to be my Saturdays anymore. You know what I mean? And my work is going to have me working. 
And yeah. this is just the way life is going to be. I'm going to be a guy that's going to have to have the kayak or the canoe or the bike in the back of the truck with everything ready to go. And when I get out at five o'clock in the afternoon, I got to have a place that I can be to in 35, 40 minutes. Yeah. And I got to be able to yeah. go in there and, and, and sit. You know what so, I mean? So you, so people need to understand, like you've been working consistently six days a week since you started oh, yeah. this new, yeah, new gig. Yeah. Yep. Since yeah. February 27th. Yes. Yeah. 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 All right. So what yeah. are you looking forward to most then in 2020? Okay. So first of all, I, I, I'm going to just go, go out there and say it. I don't think the pressure can get any worse than it has been. I'm, we're, Greg and I are going to Delaware. We're going to probably yeah. meet up with a couple of other people, some YouTube guys and stuff like that down there. Nice. Um, it's going to be a Delaware trip for the first first four or five days of the season this year. Um, and it's going to be a lot of the same consistent properties that we've hunted in the past. However, I am not. I'm going to take a. I'm going to take one out of Greg's. Greg's. Uh, I've been hunting with Greg for a few years now. Yeah. And one of the things that Greg does not do, Greg is very, he is a guy that is, if he's taking the time off to go hunting, he's hunting. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which, which he might care. mean scouting. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which it, might it mean is. scouting in that, right? Yes. He is not coming out at 11 o'clock in the afternoon to get, to come out and hang out at camp for a couple hours and then go back out and do it again. Greg right. doesn't show up till one o'clock sometimes from the morning hunt. Yeah. But he only yeah. hunted till 10, but he scouted for three hours and he stayed, yeah, he stayed right. in zones. If, if him and I found some deer in a field in the, in the summertime scouting, it's a bean field and those beans are still green. He's staying in there. He's staying in there and he's staying, he's being very, um, I don't want to say he's, he, he's not being too intrusive, but he's getting the information he needs come back out and then he's going back in the next 30 yards to where he needs to be to the tree that's dropping right now. If it's an acorn tree, you know, if it's a yeah, white yeah. oak or something like that. Yeah. And he, his last day or two is the days that where Greg is get, gets his shots or he gets his yeah. opportunities at the deer that he's after. He's been staying on their tracks. He's been staying on what they've been doing. little sighting here, a little sighting there. And then he gets within 40 yards of them on that last day. And, yeah. and uh, he might even like, one year he found the shed of the deer that we, we, we seen, you know what I mean? Like he, it was in that, that dude's spot and yeah, he yeah. wasn't leaving yeah, to go it. find something new. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm kind of that way too, but I do also like to, I like that discovery of something new, but this year here, I'm going to take, I'm going to, I'm going to follow Greg's lead on. I am going to go into a consistent place that I've had a lot of, a lot of opportunities in the past, in the morning, opening morning, because I'm going to get down there the night before and uh, haven't yeah. really even looked at crop rotations. I'm kind of picking his brain a little bit on and and also knowing that corn becomes beans and beans become corn. You know, that's just the normal rotation here on the East Coast and uh, those kind of things. But I'm not really going to worry about crops as much as I am going to be with the white oaks and um, the opening morning, I'm going into a piece that has traditionally had a lot of deer in it. I'm going to go yeah. there opening morning. And then after opening morning, I am going to probably get down. If I don't see what I want to see at around 10 o'clock, or if I don't see something that says, dude, this is a place you need to stay. Go, dude. I am going to, um, 
move on and I got a couple of spots that I, I know I want to go to from uh, winter scouting last year and late late season uh, scouting while I was hunting down there and get in there and I'm, I, I really just want to find some big tracks. If I find those big tracks, big fresh tracks, I know that w- what I want is in the area and I'm going to yeah. stay on those tracks. I'm going to stay on that sign. Yeah. So, but, uh, the biggest trip I'm looking forward to though, John is that Michigan trip. I'm really, really looking forward to that. Yeah, man. I don't know what your thoughts are on that, but on the Michigan trip. Oh, Mm -hmm. dude, I'm excited. As a matter of fact, (laughs) this morning I went to go get, uh, my second round of coffee before, um, uh, was it? No. What did I go in there for? I can't remember. It was later in the afternoon. Anyway, but I saw a truck with Michigan tags on it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I sat in my truck a little while to, to wait for the guy to come out. Yeah, just to have a conversation with him. <laughs> you know Where's what I mean? Where's he from? I, I, he never I, – I, I got too impatient. I had, I had to get, get back to the house. Oh. Uh, so I didn't, I didn't get a chance to talk to him. But Well, you're um, a sucker. He would have probably been a good guy. Oh, I know he would have been. I know he would have been. Um, well, guess what? You're going to really know what Michigan people are about when you go to the UP. Yeah. I have a very awesome family. I have <laughs> You're you, you'll see. You'll you'll see and you're going to see the friends and the the extended family and everybody will they're already talking about we're going to probably have a party Friday night when we get up there and, and everything else. We probably won't get out and do much scouting Friday. It's going to be a Saturday. It's going to be scouting because I've Good already deal. had a bunch of people reaching out like, no, we're having a bonfire. You, you know, Good deal. we got to get deal. together and you're going to meet all my cousins and nieces and nephews and it's going to be a good time. So I hope you better oh, rest. Your, you better rest your liver in in September because uh, <laughs> you're going to need it in October. I'm going to tell you that right now. You're going to UP, buddy. No oh, man, I, no. I I I have to imagine it's not much different than Woodstown. <laughs> no, yeah. I'll just leave, I'll just leave that where it is. No, you don't even it. know. You don't no, even I'm, know. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it, and I think that's what I'm looking forward to most. Um, and I've shared this plan on the podcast before, just to really step outside the comfort zone and mm-hmm. and do more, um, you know, more public land, even even you know, as close to the house as I can. Um, I've been, matter of fact, this morning I went out and just did my, just driving, just road scouting, um, not seeing things. I mean, we have, there's corn, primarily corn in, in in most of the areas that, that I scouted earlier, Mm -hmm. you know, um, not a a bad thing. It's not, no. So that's one of those things you just, just go and then you look for tracks and then find that. And, Yes. I mean, that's my thought. And, and, and my plan, honestly, my plan is like, let, let these spots be my, like earn a buck, um, or earn a buck property. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, however, I have seen on two of the pieces and I've probably looked at, I don't know, six or seven different pieces of public in, mm-hmm. in my area. Um, and I have seen like two really good bucks. I, I haven't put any can, uh, you know, cell cans or anything out on these pieces. This is just driving by. Um, so who knows? I mean, 
the plan is to because I do I do I am tracking some some good bucks on the property that I typically have hunted in the past. Uh, I've shared those with you, so um, yeah, oh, we'll, we'll see. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun and exciting, that's for sure. Yeah, like I said, the UP is gonna be a lot different for you. It's gonna be um, like the piece that we're gonna be hunting is a piece that I spent probably 17 days on two years ago. Yeah, so it's gonna be pretty new to me too. I did do a lot of scouting in those 17 days. Um, I have a lot of spots and pins and plans. Um, but we don't know what's going to happen. Um, we do know Michigan was a horrible, horrible, uh, oak, um, year last year. So last year, okay. throughout the whole state, it was a horrible oak year. Um, mm-hmm. this year will not be the same way. It does. It doesn't work like that. There's going to be a lot of oaks. So mm-hmm. the oaks are going to be our main thing. The place we're at, there's a lot of old uh, apple farm mm-hmm. homesteads with old abandoned homesteads with uh, a lot of apples in there. And they're really good. Um, they're not crab trees. They're they're real good apple trees in, in this piece. So there's going to be a lot of that. There's some selective cutting that goes on there in the lower spots of it. So there's going to be a lot of like good raspberry stuff that first week. Um, Mm-hmm. In the lower little places that have been clear cut and stuff where the sun gets through, it's uh, it's a really it's got the optim it's optimum. So if you think about a huge spruce forest for miles and miles and miles with no egg, there's no egg up there at all. So you think about an area that is just huge spruce and pine and maple forests. And swamps and rivers and I lakes. Mean, it's it's it's, and it's the, hill country. The, the, there's I mean, an area where there's ridges, high points, yeah. high ridges. Yeah. And we're going to be hunting basically um, hill country in a yeah. matter of, in a place that's a basin basically. And yeah. um, when you think about that, and all the acorns that are in the apples that are in there, deer come yep. for miles for the first couple. You know what I mean? There's going to be there's does that live there. You yeah. know, until migration, and they come back after migration. And there's going to be bucks that live there that don't even migrate, that stay right there. Um, and it is just a place that just draws deer probably for 20, 30 miles around in there. And when yeah. we get there, it's going to be, we're in going to be in prime time. You know what I mean? We're Like opening day is going to be prime. It's going to be much pressure and, you know. Um, not pressure that they're not on, that they're not, that, that's new to them. Like there's yeah, yeah, daily yeah. pressure in some of these areas that right. they're used to, but the people don't get off trails and stuff like that in there. So there, we are going to have good access on those trails, the trail systems that are through there. And then we can just kind of poke off into good, good spots. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, that, that's going to be totally new for me. I mean, as far as the terrain, um, mm-hmm. And and I was talking to you about that, and you're like, do as much research as you can on on hill country scouting, mm-hmm. uh, whether it be you know primarily because we're not going there before we go there. You know what I mean? Right. So it's like see what you can find. And I learned a lot about Onyx, and and they have a, a shading um, w- layer on there which shows um, you know h- how the 
the tops of the hills are sh- are, are are shading the sun and that's how i mean it was like overload i need to go back and, and look at it all but found a lot of good videos on on that part just to help me with the e-scouting part mm-hmm. just just i think i think in a new situation like that having some trying to narrow down what gives me the most confidence you know mm-hmm. and looking looking at these shading reports through through or shading layers through through onyx you can almost from what i looked at on a video say okay this looks about like an area when he's scouting yeah that 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 could hold deer you know what mm-hmm. i mean that could hold possibly a buck or whatever the case but it and it and it shows it shows um you know trees what what kind of trees are, or where 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 the oaks are and everything like that good um i ha- i have not found anything that shows apple trees but you know good you don't I, want uh, them you don't want that on a map <laughs> No, 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 you don't no, want no, people you to know that because you you're going to be in the but, time when they're dropping. Like we're going to be in the I, prime apple drop in the first week of the month, uh, first week of the season. So, so we're so yeah. we're going to have what is it five five? Yeah, I think day, so we got five Sunday, full days of hunting. We got Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and right now, as of right now, I got to leave Friday morning to come home. I have a wedding on Saturday, and I got a wedding on Sunday of yeah that week of so vacation fi- so so five full days and yes. that that for me like i'm going into this right now with more on the upfront of 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 scouting like mm-hmm. as much as i want on opening opening morning like look if we go out what's opening day uh sunday, sunday morning so if we if we go out saturday we scout and i find something you know halfway either we're or, or, or we i guess we're not scouting friday so we we scout friday night or whether it's you know glassing or whatever and we see some action that might change it um but to kind of like just get an idea like spend the maybe that go in on the gray light i don't know i, I have just saturday like, saturday saturday this one i i would assume like saturday so first of all we're going to be driving thursday night after work Mm-hmm. 16 hours we're gonna get there probably in the afternoon on friday or mm-hmm. something like that you know what i mean um, yeah probably get a quick nap and then like i said you know probably somebody in my family is gonna have something planned for friday night for us to get together at a bonfire and, and probably invite some people and family and all that kind of stuff and you know with just a couple hours of sleep after work and driving and and whatnot so we're going to be pretty shot, but we're going to be, we're probably get a little, get a little clip on, you know what I mean? That uh, yep. thing and probably eat some good food and all that kind of stuff. You'll probably get your first yep. pasty Friday and you, you'll understand what a pasty is. It's the best food on earth. And, uh, and pa- then I'm thinking maybe Saturday morning, sleep in a little bit, but then I think Saturday, Saturday, late morning, we probably get up, jump on the, on a UTV and go up into those, into those hills and start driving around and let, let my brother kind of drive us around and give us a, you know, he knows the trail systems really well and and get up in there, get up in there and and check some things out. And like I said, there's quite a few, a few thousand acres that we can get in there and mess around with and, and stuff like that. And, 
you know, just yeah. take our time and, and, and uh, drink coffee or whatever on the way up there and just take our time and look for trail crossings, look for trails across and, and tracks and, and those kind of things. Maybe poke off a little bit here and there, but don't put a lot of pressure on any of the spots. You know yeah, what I mean? Right, right. And, um, and then there is some really, really high points that we can get on with really like drop off cliffs that we could probably get up on Saturday night, maybe grab a six pack, go up there with some binoculars and kind of, we can get in a place where we can probably get almost, if we just walk like a hundred yards this way and a hundred yards yeah. that way and a hundred yards off that way, we can get a point of almost Full 300 view. degrees of like yeah. poking down and looking at what deer are doing down below us. And maybe, 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 get an opportunity to glass up something that we really want to want to go after, you know, during yeah. the week. And, yeah. and, uh, I got a pretty good idea of what deer are doing in the area, but there's a lot of stuff that I didn't see in the 17 days. I hunted it. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. A it's, it's a ago, big, so. it's a big piece even, even for mm-hmm. like 17. I mean, we've all heard stories like it takes three years to break down a piece of property, but yeah, I, uh, <clears throat> I'm just looking forward to it. Um, just, yep. It's new. It's like, it's what Seek Wilderness is, man. Going yeah. out and doing something that you haven't done in, in, ever or in a long time and uh, try, trying to make the best of it. Um, yeah. You're going to love look, it. You're going to love it up there. I, 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 know, I know. I know. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to want to There's no go. possible way the opening week and the colors they're gonna, like colors are going to be in their prime the salmon are running in the rivers the the, the walleyes are people are nailing walleyes it's going to be the small mall. everything is feeding up you, you know what yeah. i mean like it's the yeah yeah october 1st late september early october is the prime time to be in michigan in the upper peninsula like everything is going on small games partridge season's opened it's like Everything is going on, and the woods are the most beautiful woods that you're ever going to be in your life. No matter right. how much money you ever make in your life, and you're able to travel wherever you want to go, the woods in the UP are the most beautiful woods that you're ever going to be in. There could be some places where there's critters like moose and stuff like that in Alaska, but you're not going to yeah. get the maples and the, the colors of the maples right. that you get in Michigan. You yeah, know what I, I mean? I like you. is in the UP, and it it. it Oh, it is awesome. And you're going to be able to feel it as you go up the, the lower peninsula, as we go up that, yeah. mo- that that morning and we're getting there and you're going to be able to feel it, dude. You're going to be able to feel it. You're going to be able to see like the closer we get to the bridge, like eh, all the fuck freaking trailers that are going up there with four wheelers on the back and every, everybody's yeah. heading to their camps. And you know what I mean? Like for that opening week, it's, oh, it is the best. It is the best. <laughs> It really is. I the love it, man. Even, The only thing that's even close to it is a month and a half later when, when the rifle season opens up and the people, like, 14 times as many people are doing the not same really. thing. But yeah. it's not, the, the woods aren't as beautiful. They're, the leaves are gone. Yeah. And, right, you know what right, I mean? Right. Like, yeah, it's it's not as beautiful. But the salmon are done, The you know, all that kind of stuff. I'll take you down to one of the local rivers and show you salmon running. It, it, it It's just awesome, dude. It's awesome. Yeah. It's a. It is yeah. the sportsman's paradise. However, there's only probably in the whole UP. There's probably 150 Buna Crockets. You know what I mean? Out of the whole UP, you know what I mean? Like there's only probably 150 Buna Crockets running around. You know what well, I mean? I want like, to talk to you about that. Like I, I'm, I, I'm liable to just take a legal buck, man. 
Yeah, well, you know? I, I've, I've said, you know, with with you and Clinton and, uh, <laughs> and and Greg and everybody else, like on our little text and stuff like that yeah. in Delaware this year. The first ninety inch, the first ninety inch velvet buck that walks in front of me is in big time trouble. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I'm, I'm shooting yeah. really good right now, and uh, he's in trouble yeah. because I'm going to be drawn back on a, a ninety inch velvet yep. buck. Heck you know yeah, what I mean? Man. Like I, I mean, am killing. We, got, we, the blood we gotta get year. back on the board, man. We gotta get yes. back on the board. I'm we're, spilling we're, the blood this year. We're all, we're all, we're all do, we're all do. Yeah. But look, we were going to talk about like so many things, but uh, and and we did, but we had so many more things to talk about as far as uh, you know what new gear and and all that. But we've been going about uh, right around an hour mark, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if we should say that, but one one of the big things that I think we should share is is the idea that you had as far as um, doing an Instagram live, and I think that's perfect because I think while we're away in uh in in michigan we we do an instagram live um and i don't know how this is going to work if it's going to be on your instagram channel and mine or if both of us can do from sequel i don't know how that stuff works yet yeah but to do something just to keep people involved um because we really want um the seek wilderness podcast if you go back and listen to the first episode is going to be about storytelling. And, and I think that certainly the Michigan trip, although there's going to be a lot of hunting done before that, that will lead to some stories and we have some other stories, but long story short, no pun intended. We want to get more into the storytelling side of things. I mean, right. Yeah. I I mean, that, that was really what we're based on. And we got into a dude, we got into a rabbit hole of whitetail tactics and everything else. We kind of fell in like everybody else is doing. And, um, we had some guests on that probably could have told us so many more stories, but we were trying to get the tactics out there because that's what everybody was putting on their podcast and stuff like that. But yeah, I think there's, to me, I to me, there's more value in stories than there is in, in authentic new, authentically new uh, tactics. There's not a whole lot of new tactics out there right now. If we can get people on that have uh, yeah. you know, authentically new tactics, then that's a good thing, way to go. But I, I really but may- do think we got to get back to the storytelling because that's really what yeah. – my whole thing was about, you know what I mean? It was one yeah, of the reasons why yeah. I wanted to start a podcast, a storytelling yeah. podcast. I and mean, if you talk about, look at our, 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 um, intro, that's what you say in it. This is yeah. a wilderness and storytelling podcast. And we, yeah. we gotta get, we gotta get back to that. And, and that doesn't mean we don't have to have some of the best hunters on like we have, we yeah. had. But we got to we got to get stories out of them. You know, what I mean, we yeah. that, that's got to be number one. The stories, not their tactics and all that kind of stuff. The tactics should kind of come with the stories if the stories just, are told. I was right, just going right? to say right? that, we, it, yeah, through yeah. the story, we can learn. We can learn the tactic uh, that that that's been, you know, that that was used. Yeah. And and I mean, correct me if I'm if I'm wrong. We're not looking for like, you know a story that's never, never been heard before or anything like that. We, we just want to know the story of, of success or even failure. Like, 
Yeah, I could I could share a number of stories of, of failure over the past couple of years. I mean, Todd yeah. shared a little bit of one through 2022. He probably could have elaborated mm-hmm. on, a, a lot on it, but mm-hmm. I think I think um, yeah, I love that idea. And 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 look, it it might mean like you know maybe we can have a run of four week straight episodes of of stories. Maybe it maybe it means you know we we have a week or so off from from it, but. I think yep. our main goal is to bring bring a story that um sheds positive light on on the hunting industry as a whole. Mm-hmm. You know? That, is I that hope so too, man. Ac- and, accurate? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Like I said, I'd I'd like to get back to the storytelling part of of what what this whole lifestyle is about, you know what I mean? And there's tactics. A lot of the tactics aren't new. Um, maybe there's some passions out there that we can pull out out of people. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like myself, I like to share my passion for traditional archery, but you you know, I'm not a, I'm not a master class in in traditional archery. I've been doing it for like, this is going to be my seventh or eighth year. You know what I mean? Like I'm not. uh, But that's the thing. Like, I don't even think we're looking for that. We like, I think that, I think that's the, I don't want to say overplayed. Let's just say worn out. <laughs> That's the word. Yeah. Like, because there, there's, there's, there's a husband, a father, out here in my town, probably that could probably share a story that would just resonate with so many other people that they can relate. Like, oh, dude, I'm, I'm the same way, man. I mean, you, you, you're, you're working six jobs now. Now you're going to leave work on a, on a Saturday at five o'clock to try to go get a buck and when you do dude that's going to be an incredible story right in my in, in my opinion you know what i mean so there's there's a number of things so we're not i i don't think in order for for to do what what we want to do we'll probably have more people that are unknown than well known and i think that's a beautiful thing i agree and you know another thing too like we're because we're both getting primed up for deer season here. Yeah, like man. another another aspect of this was not just to be about deer hunting. You know what I mean? It was about to be yeah. about seeking wilderness, no matter how you seek it. Like if it's fly fishing, if it's bass fishing with lures, if it's you, you know, if it's going yeah. out and you're mushroom hunting, if it's if it's uh, trapping, if it's all those things. You know what I mean? Like. Even if you're a deer hunter and we get a trap around here that talks about being able to put the nose of a raccoon in a snare, that's you're you that's should a, be learning. You should be learning about how to put a deer right in front of you. Exactly. Your stand, yep. You know what I mean? Like from yep. those people, you know what I mean? So we still have so many people like when me and your first podcast came out and i said i got this guy and this guy and this guy and the the person from this group and this you know what i mean we haven't even tapped into those people yet we got on this thing about deer hunting and tactics and all that kind of stuff which is my passion yeah but we never really got in we got a few people in some other things but we never got into all the other things you know what what i mean Yeah, yeah 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 let's get there let's get there yeah well, I think we, that's going to take some there. discipline. It's going to take some discipline because you and it, I can always, did, we're going we can talk about right white now. tails all day. Yeah. We can talk yeah. about white tails all day. Yeah. And you know what? Like, like I said too, like when we go to Michigan 
and you know, well, Michigan, it's it's like it's going to be probably like eight o'clock at night before we even get out of our stands up there. You know, you know what yeah. I mean? In, in October, yeah. so it's not like every night we're going to be going back and having a campfire and be able to talk to my walleye buddy or my steelhead yeah, guy yeah, 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 or yeah, yeah. you know yeah. what I mean? Like because we're not going to be like that every night of the week especially if we're being serious about trying to kill a deer. You know what I mean? Like, but we, but we can definitely do a recap and we can definitely, I'm already thinking we're, we're going to go live during, during mm-hmm. our uh, arrival, like at the, yeah. at the party, the first night we're yeah. there, we'll, 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 we'll go live. <laughs> yeah. That, okay. That'll be, that'll be an Instagram. Yeah. There'll be a lot of A's disaster. A's, probably A's and yaws and A's yeah. a hey, and yaws. How you doing, a? Yeah. You betcha. Oh yeah. Lord! You're I'll probably be talking that way come come Wednesday. Every person I've ever brought there comes back with a with a Uber accent. <laughs> I know every time I go there, my Uber accent gets stronger when I for for a couple of weeks. You know what I mean? Oh man! So. All right, yeah, I do. Well, maybe may we need to jump back on here. We'll we'll, we'll give the listeners a break since we've been ra- rambling on here for over an hour, but um. Maybe we should jump on because I, I, I mean, we've been so busy. Like we haven't even touched. We know a little bit about like what you're doing new as far as like what gear you're running. What are you doing differently as far as that stuff? And and I'm doing. I've made a lot of changes uh, this year. Yeah. So maybe maybe we can jump back on here. Um, yeah, and you know what? There's a, there's a lot that. of things. There's a like, gear wise. There's a lot of a lot of new stuff on the market, and and uh, I've reached out to a lot of different people from you know some of the other companies that we don't necessarily um that we have friendships with but we don't like necessarily utilize their equipment at this point yet to and uh yeah i know there's a there's a few guys that that um have like the same passions that we have they just yeah. are from a little bit maybe a little bit different part of the country and haven't been able to run into some of their gear that they that they've developed over the years and stuff like that 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 i i know uh, um, would like to come on and talk about some of their gear, and and I, actually, I reached out and asked them to come on and talk about some of their gear. You know what I mean? So there's a there's a lot of a lot of people out there that are chomping at the bit to get to talk, and 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 you yeah. know, I'm chomping at the bit. I shouldn't say they're chomping at the bit. I'm chomping at the bit to get them on. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, you know, as yeah. as the guy that's trying to produce the stuff but like i said we just all got, we got to get it's sometimes it's hard in the middle of seasons to get everybody to be able to get things done on if monday night is our night you know what i mean like that doesn't necessarily work yeah. for our the guests that we want to have on and that's that's really kind of what we yeah. ran into and then just hours and not being able to say hey i can i can dedicate that i'll be here at seven to, yeah. to you yeah. to you know uh, you know like me I don't know that I can be here at seven, but yet I'm trying to produce a guy that will come in and it yeah. says, yeah, I can be there at seven. And then all of a sudden I got to call it off and say, dude, I'm stuck at work. I can't get there. You know yeah. what I mean? That's happened like, a couple yeah. of times, you know, that, so. that, that's been a big challenge uh, for yeah. sure. And, and so we're, we're going to try to think, you know, figure it out. Um, I think we, it's, it's fair to say we have decided that we will not be, for now and every single week uh consistently yeah. <laughs> podcast we just we just can't do it i mean we yeah. we love we love doing this um and mm-hmm. we love the feedback that we get from everybody that 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 listens but yep hey 
we got to put bread so, on Yep, with bread that on being the table. said, though, I do, I do want to say that um, as of right now, I know for a fact that Greg and you and myself are planning on being at the Rack Shack for opening day of New Jersey Bow Hunter bow hunting yes. season september yeah. 9th we are going to be there we're going to everyone is going to try to be there we're going to be there and um my schedule will will determine if i can be there and what time i can be there um, yeah okay on that on that morning i'm going to do everything i can if, you know what i mean to be there even if i got to tell people that i can't be at work um yeah. to be there but my busy my busy season actually starts right oh, there that around that week that week and i'm yeah, taking the weekend sucks. off before that's but we are going to do everything we can i know greg is committed you're committed yeah if todd can be there or not that may or may not be a hundred percent possibility to be there the whole time maybe just coming there for the last few hours of it or something like yeah. that you know you know what i mean at this point but we are going to be at the rack shack for the customer appreciation day that they're having there and it, it's been so much fun dude that was, that's been a it's fun, a good fun event yeah. for us, right? Yep, it is. It is. I mean, and it's a family event. Yes. Um, and uh, I think, I think. Well, let me say this: a thought that I have is to just try to get more video recording, like like Greg do his thing. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, if and if you know, if people want to see a different, a slightly different way of climbing a tree as a saddle hunter, I'll do something. Uh, and if you're there, maybe I just record, you know, you, you and, uh, so we can bring the demonstrations of life on, on, on YouTube and see, see what it is and, and, um, you know, help, help the rack. It's, it's a really good event, really good family event. Um, I mean, if I can get my family there, I will, but there might be other things going on to where we divide and conquer, but we'll see. We'll see how, how it goes. I, I'm, my plan is to be there, but I don't necessarily always know my plan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's work right now, so. Yeah. No, I get it. Yeah. I get it. All right. Well, let's wrap this thing up, man. All right. Well, hey, like like we've always said, I'm going to try to remember this. Like we always said, um, <laughs> like, share, um, tell people about the podcast, and always um, open up your good books and read Genesis Genesis twenty seven three, and if you read that verse, you'll understand why we we always put it in all of our podcasts. So, with that so, being said, John, thank you so much, dude. Yeah, man, I love you, brother, and I miss love you, man. Too, bro. Yeah, it's been good. All right, all right we'll see y'all. Right, Wilderness. Wilderness.